The Pro Act Know How. What we're looking at in this series is EU residency status post Brexit and how Brexit affects uh, residency for expats living and working abroad. What we're looking at today in this webinar is uh, UK and expat travel visas in the EU Schengen zone, um, particularly for family, business and property reasons. Um, people could own an overseas property, a holiday home in the EU or the UK. Uh, they can have a business in a, a cross-border uh, in a, another jurisdiction, or they could just have family that they want to visit. So what are the rules post-Brexit regarding residency and residency permits uh, for people? So in this uh, webinar, we're going to look at uh, how, uh, what is the difference between visa and a passport in terms of uh, the EU and the context of the EU, um, how the Schengen zone comes into that and the changes that are going on in Schengen zone, and then look how uh, an EU residency permit affects that situation uh, for UK expats once they're, they're living, um, got a, an EU residency permit in the UK uh, or the EU. Post-Brexit, um, the EU implemented a change of law uh, on their uh, immigration status um, in July 2021. This had quite a radical effect. Now, some of the introductions and changes were already made, but they were fully enforced in July 21 and applied from August uh, that year, post-Brexit, um, so that any um, non-EU resident who uh, gets an EU residency permit uh, and now is, is uh, registered at a status that allows them to have freedom of movement within the EU, um, and hence not need a Schengen zone visa. Um, and this is why uh, is it the EU residency or the UK settled status is of relevance and maintaining that can be of relevance. And we're going to look at that in, in more detail in the coming weeks and, and months. Um, but let, let's, in this um, uh, webinar, we're going to try and look and explore the difference, what it means by passport or visas or, or Schengen zone and, and how maybe just the EU and the Schengen zone is, is, a, is a complication for us all. The UK um, is a very good passport to have. You've got 188 countries around the world with visa-free travel. Uh, so you can go on a bilateral basis in and out of that country within the rules of that, that, uh, that, that uh, agreement, uh, often without a visa. Some countries like the USA and Canada have electronic trans, uh, travel authorization. Um, the EU are introducing that. They're not calling it an ETA. Uh, they're calling in the, their own version of the Le electronic travel authority. And it is linked to Schengen's own visas. Um, but essentially, uh, a UK citizen or a US citizen has got visa-free movement between the USA and the UK. Uh, but you still need electronic travel authority to travel. So it is a version of a visa, even though you've got this visa-free travel. And under international law, um, you can spend up to 180 days a resident in, in that other country uh, without 
the need for a tax residence or, or possibly for a residency visa. So under, uh, you've got 90 days of freedom of movement of free travel for a term hol family holiday, for a short-term business trip, or, or for uh, a, 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 a longer stay in an overseas property home if owned in Florida or France or Spain or Cyprus or Portugal. Uh, so that's what international law allows us to do. Generally, um, ar around the world, once you get beyond the 90 days, um, you may need to start a process uh, of residency, but, you, you know, you, the, the visa requirements vary on country-by-country country basis. And uh, as far as the Schengen zone goes, as far as the EU goes, um, once you get over that 90 days, you should be applying for a local residency permit or leaving. Uh, for the Schengen zone, uh, at the border, whether that's um, uh, 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 an airport or whether it's a, a, a boat or whether it's a, a, a land border, they should check your movement across that border. And if you haven't got freedom of movement within the EU, within the Schengen zone, then technically you could be fined or have some other travel arrangements um, uh, uh, for that. Uh, good morning uh, for those that are just joining us. Um, so it, it, you, have that, you have that freedom of movement if you've got the, uh, with, with the EU. Now the Schengen zone, we call it the EU Schengen zone and it's based on the EU uh, and, and which has got 27 members, but not all the EU countries are, are members of Schengen zone. But there's actually four countries that are not in the EU, Iceland, Liechtenstein, Norway, and Switzerland that are in the Schengen zone. And <clears throat> there's five members, uh, like we said in our other uh, webinars, if you follow, click our YouTube channel, subscribe, and, and, and you can then, uh, look in more detail at our other videos. Uh, some other countries have applied to join, um, Romania, Bulgaria and Croatia, uh, whereas uh, Cyprus are on a longer time scale to join, but Ireland is, is the one outstanding EU country that hasn't applied to join the EU's, EU zone at the moment. Um, <clears throat> so that, that, that you've got freedom of movement, not just within the EU, if, if, you're, if you've got freedom of movement in the EU, it's not just the EU, but it's, it's the whole of the Schengen zone. So it includes Switzerland, it includes Iceland, it includes Norway, and it includes Liechtenstein as well. Um, now, if you're a UK citizen, so if you're crossing a border um, as, a, as a citizen of any country, then it's down to the bilateral agreement between the two countries. So with a passport, anybody can cross, cross a border um, depending upon the bilateral arrangements. So the UK have got 188 countries where there's visa-free travel um, and other countries have got different variations and that depends on country by country, the country of which you're a citizen and the country of which you're traveling. With the EU, um, that they have got 105 countries that have got visa-free travel 
into the EU. So there's 105 countries around the world, including the UK, um, Israel, uh, USA, where, where their citizens can travel with a passport into an EU country without a visa. So just because you're an expat, just because you're coming from the UK, doesn't mean you need a, a visa to go to Spain or Cyprus or, or Portugal. You, you've got that freedom and movement to travel without a visa, without a Schengen zone visa, you travel on your passport, okay? So that's the principle. However, as, an, as a UK citizen, if you haven't got EU residency, um, uh, you're not a, a citizen of a member state, or you haven't got an EU residency permit, then you don't have that freedom of movement within within the within the EU um, and within that Schengen zone. So it's important to bear, bear that in mind, that that distinction that we're, we're putting there. So the EU prized uh, goal to have freedom of movement to live and work abroad throughout the whole of the EU, but also including um, the uh, the um, countries that are not in the EU, um, uh, Norway, Switzerland, uh, Liechtenstein, and Iceland. Um, that, that they've got freedom of movement to live and, and work abroad within those countries. What, so what's the situation for UK expats uh, and the Schengen zone? <clears throat> Before we cover that, let, what, what's the situation with the Schengen zone um, for people that do need a visa? If you need a visa to enter into the Schengen zone at all, that, that application for that visa into the, into the Schengen zone then works throughout the whole of the EU, uh, the Schengen zone area. Okay, so it works for all the Schengen zone countries. So if you're in a country that does not got uh, a visa-free travel into the country within the EU that you go, um, yes, you could get an individual visa for that country but under the schengen zone rules what you do is you get a schengen zone visa to enter into france uh, or, or portugal or, or spain but that schengen zone visa will then allow you to travel in the whole of the eu with that one visa now that depends upon the political relationship between your home country and the country that you're going to uh, whether the asylum record, the immigration record, the compliance record, and obviously that's about international politics. But in principle, if if you're if you're travelling from a country where you need a visa to go to the country that you need, and you get a Schengen zone visa, not only can you travel to that one country of your destination, you can travel throughout the whole of the EU. Now. We have to bear in mind that Schengen zone visas can be issued for one day. They can be issued for, inter, you know, traveling uh, through an airport to a, lo a location for, you know, five days. Uh, but under the revised rules, you can get a Schengen zone visa which lasts up to five years. So it's a residency visa, a visa for travel, but it's not a residency visa for residency. So a Schengen zone visa will allow you to travel throughout the EU, but you're still only allowed uh, the restricted amount of travel uh, if you don't want to be deemed a tax resident in any particular country. 
but a nomad with a Schengen zone visa could travel from country to country within the Schengen zone um, on that visa to take their residence at 90, 90, 90, 90 days without becoming a tax resident in, in any individual country. If you don't have a Schengen zone visa uh, and a UK expat or an expat from around the world travels into a Schengen zone country, you're only allowed to spend 90 days in 180. So it's an added restriction with the Schengen zone that the, the nomad uh, has to uh, leave um, that, that country and can't come back within a six month period. And, and that, that, so that's quite a restrictive feature of, of, of the Schengen zone uh, in terms of, of that. But if you've got a Schengen zone visa, you can travel within any of the countries. So you can be a nomad on a five-year Schengen zone visa, uh, spending 90 days uh, in a country without becoming tax resident. And of course, ProAct can advise you on, on what would be the appropriate uh, tax residency organization through your personal service company or uh, your, your own tax residency to, to, um, uh, to minimize in your, your tax savings. Um, what we said before is that um, when you're to be tax resident somewhere, you have to have a home there. So if, you, if you're traveling uh, abroad to work uh, frequently, then you can't set necessarily a, a permanent residency base for tax residency. Therefore, it will revert to your citizenship or your domicile. So that there will always be some, and there's a number of ways to manage that and to find out how to uh, live and work remotely uh, contact us at productpartnership.com. So, um, for EU expats moving into the UK um, that, that were resident before 2020, they qualified for uh, pre-settled status. And once an EU expat in the UK has been there for five years, they can get settled status. The settled status is equivalent to a permanent residency under international law. Um, so, but, but that settled status, it also comes with the EU rights and freedoms of movement. So it, it, you, you, you've still got that attachment to the EU and that freedom of movement, which gives you a bit more flexibility when leaving and returning to the UK. Uh, a UK expat, uh, Go, going into the e, um, EU with a Schengen zone visa can travel um, and keep moving, but you, you can't get the permanent residency. If you have a holiday home or if you want to make a permanent home uh, with a rental contract in an EU country, then the rules become slightly differently. So you, you can apply for a residency permit. Now, if a UK expat was living and working in the EU before Brexit uh, uh, completed in December 2020, then they've got the right to, to residency. If they've not already got the residency permit at an individual country's discretion, they could still consider an issue it. Um, but once you've got that, that residency permit under the under the um, uh, pre-EU Brexit arrangements, that allows you that 
that permanent residency in that country and a freedom of movement within the Schengen zone area. So under the new regulations that came out uh, in August 21, um, uh, a UK expat with a residency permit can get a, an EU ID card, which allows travel across border um, as necessary, uh, as they wish, within the Schengen zone and within the EU. So you've got that freedom of movement. UK expats who relocate to the EU and get a post-Brexit residency permit. So any expat from around the world, including UK expats that are non-EU citizens, that are new expats coming to be resident in the EU, in a country like Cyprus, Spain, Portugal, um, and, and they become resident there um, with a residency permit, that residency permit, that EU residency permit, then gives them a freedom of movement within the whole of the EU. Um, so yes, you've still got your freedom of movement with your passport. You have to show that at individual borders. With the EU residency permit, it gives you the freedom of movement to live and work in any particular country. A passport can give you the right to travel on a family holiday, but it doesn't give you the right to remain uh, beyond the six months and become a tax resident. The EU residency permit, um, post-Brexit or, or before Brexit, allows you to become a permanent residency, stay beyond 90 days, stay beyond 180 days, become a tax resident and live and work in, in that EU country. Once you've got that residency permit, you've got the freedom of movement to move within the, the UK. So if, you, if a UK expat takes a residency permit in Cyprus, for example, that gives freedom of movement to, to throughout the EU. So they could relocate and go and live and work in, in Portugal or Romania or, or Netherlands um, uh, under EU rules because of their EU residency permit that they've already acquired. Um, we're going to continue this series and look at it in, in a bit more detail about how the residency is impacted uh, and, and what the Schengen zone has uh, is doing and also about how the electronic uh, uh, scheme works uh, so do subscribe to our youtube channel uh, to stay in touch and 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 find out more on how uh, people from around the world whether it's from the uk uh, uh, asia africa or 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 america can live and work in 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 the EU in Cyprus or any other country um, and enjoy uh, freedom of movement and, and tax efficiency uh, when living and working abroad. Thanks for listening and we'll see you again next time. The Proact Know How, brought to you by Proact.